Strangers in the Wood is an actual play series drawing elements from gothic fairy tales and 80s fantasy and sci-fi action and horror films. As such, a list of content warnings will always be made available in the description. and welcome back to another episode of Strangers in the Wood. I'm your humble game master, Kendrick Smith. You can find me on all social media at Kendo Makes Films. And I am joined today with my wonderful, lovely players, Gus. I'm here. Yeah. Hi, I'm Gus. I use uh, he, him pronouns, and I am I'm not playing... The weasel this episode, I suppose. Oh, yes. We have a very extra special secret about this episode, but we'll get there after. Yeah, he's a lizard now, actually. He just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Say hi. He's been he's the whole healing. time. He's been just a lizard a the whole lizard. time, you know? Just <laughs> he, just, he just shaved. Aren't, isn't that all weasels, just furry lizards? That's right. Uh, next up, we have uh, the Splendiferous Hilda. That's me. I'm splendiferous now. And also smart and intelligent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I will never get over the smart and intelligent. Okay, that's me. I use she, her pronouns. I will still be playing Dorothy. Yeah. At least partially today. You will be one of four entities that have possessed the body of Dorothy Reed. <laughs> And the Don't four... remember that part of last episode <laughs> when she got possessed by three other spirits. Yeah, it just kind of happens. It happens. And... If you don't remember Dorothy getting possessed, um, that means you, you didn't listen in the, the secret order. order. Yes, right. Yeah. The secret order. <laughs> and the fourth and most powerful spirit inhabiting <gasps> Dorothy Reed's body today is that of Marcy. Um, hi, um, I'm Marcy, um, I use she, her pronouns, um, I play, uh, the tiefling barbarian, uh, Dakota, um, yeah. Dakota? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's so good. I'm very excited to get into it, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've decided to no longer play Strangers in the Wood, but instead are starting our new D&D 5e actual play podcast. <laughs> Oh my god! 
called Not Another D and D Podcast Two. <laughs> Um, we we are we are version two of the no we're not uh, and we I'm are playing a tiefling I'm still playing Dorothy somehow and Gus yeah. playing a lizard you're, you're playing a human halfling oh, yeah. sorry wait, wait hold on wait <laughs> human <laughs> halfling oh, you know. don't worry about it half uh-huh. halfling half human half 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 halfling half 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 on this episode of Strangers in the Wood, we are playing a new game to explore the contents of the mysterious VHS tape being watched by Dorothy Reed. And the game we are playing is Epitaph. I'm very excited about the concept of this game, you all. Um, for uh, our listening audience who may not know, Epitaph is a game about exploring the story of someone who has died very spooky but in a way that is you know in an honoring and remembering all of the good and bad times of that person's life um all of us uh this is a gm-less game so i guess today i'm not your humble gm i'm just another humble player you're a peasant one of us one of us oh no i've been dethroned and now have been (laughs) <laughs> and now I'm forced to walk amongst the commoners. How enjoy, the, I enjoy wallowing in the filth like we always do. Is this what gravity feels like? Oh, so annoying. Um, but yeah, this is a GMless game. We will all be working together to tell the story of Dorothy's life. Um, the kind of you know, uh, it, it it is what it says on the box, right? Uh, the VHS tape that Dorothy is watching will be kind of a, a, a collation of scenes uh, from Dorothy's life, both pre-Sublime and in a a, a speculative fiction uh, <laughs> a version of, uh, of, of what it would be like if she had not gone to the Sublime at all. And seeing how sad her life would be until the day she died is kind of what the sublime is trying to get across or kind of what this church is trying to get across it's a bad place it's a bad place uh run by bad people who are uh this is the bad place this is the bad place little did you know the sublime the bad Uh, place this church may be a badder place (laughs) oh no oh no oh no you know, I mean, who else would want, who else would force a child to watch a video about their own death? Yeah, and, man, and be like, they didn't like tie me to a chair and put it on. Yeah, no, true. They gave you the choice. It is, gave you know, yeah. the path, the path you walk is yours to choose. Now, did they nudge a little bit? Maybe. Yeah. Mm. But. Man, it really do. The more I think about it, the more fucked up this <laughs> this seems. Like. Yeah, right. This is like a thing an actual church would do, which is kind of really <laughs> shitty. Yeah, um, uh, it's like geez. yeah. No, we're being we're being honest. So obviously there is. Uh, hopefully you've already read uh, the uh, content warning. Um, religious trauma. <laughs> abound uh but as well as probably some other stuff as we there's there's gonna be more there's gonna be more and this is a game about death um just being upfront with it we will be focusing on the life of someone who has been in and out of a struggling and 
not always great system and someone whose life is affected by that in ways that have been traditionally not very good. Um, so I just, you know, as always, please read the uh, content warning so you can know, uh, so you can be prepared for what this game is. And like we always say, like, you know, please read the content warnings mm -hmm. uh, for th for this one. Like, yeah, do, do. <laughs> please do. <laughs> Definitely do please it. Do. The last time it's I stressed this month. I mean, uh, like, well, because, you know, just just please do read it. Because I yes. like the last time we did something where I was like, I know this is going to be very triggering was the spider stuff. And like, that's just yeah. because I personally know a bunch of people who are just freaked out even by the like mentioning of like a spider leg. So <laughs> yeah, right. was almost too much for me. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and was. like, I also know death is not a thing that a lot of people like exploring in the amount of detail we will be exploring it um as well as just some other topics so i just want people to be safe and take care of themselves and if you need to take a a, a break at any point when listening to this and be like i just need to step away from that um sick okay well we're just saying all this preemptively too we don't know yeah, what's we gonna are. happen yeah we, yeah we truly oh, yeah. Yeah. i mean but it's yes obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't want to scare them all off completely. No. Like, there's yeah. supposed to be some happy moments. Yeah, in there this. will be happy moments in this for mm -hmm. sure. This could be very pleasant. I don't think it will be, but it yeah. could be. But they, it very much could be. Yeah. We, we all, we all, this game allows for lots of different types of tones. We all choose good memories. Yeah. Dorothy passes away at the age of 102 yeah. in yeah. her sleep. Totally, totally fair. Dorothy yeah. lives long enough for human beings to discover immortality mm -hmm. and Dorothy never die for the rest of existence. <laughs> yeah. Dorothy's actually. Dorothy becomes Mormon. The queen. Dor <laughs> Dorothy goes beyond death. <laughs> she, one could say, become death. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Dorothy so. She becomes a lich. <laughs> Surprise! We are I playing. Said, D &D. We are playing. <laughs> Yay! All right, I think it's time for us to play. The first step in this game is kind of defining our setting, and I feel like our setting for us is we already kind of know it, right? We're playing with a character we've already established, and the setting is primarily the real world. Um, Franklin, or do you want us? move out of franklin i mean it could be kind of where uh it will take place wherever we want because like chances are dorothy doesn't live in franklin for the rest of her life i mean right maybe i mean yeah, she might i, mean, I don't mean, know that's kind of a we, sad we don't life know, yeah. to live i mean yeah kind of a sad life to live indeed <laughs> stuck in the same county for the rest of your life wouldn't be me so i mean yeah i guess we can stop you know we can establish that um where we you know what we haven't even established what state franklin is in i believe that was intentional uh, i also I believe that was yeah because franklin was the most common town name or like county name I in the yeah. u.s say so i was probably like, yeah. solid okay um so... all right yeah that's a Thank good that's a good yep yep uh, good one asthma, but you know that's yeah. a hard one to play with uh do we want to just i mean i get we can leave the we can leave the setting as broad as it takes place on Earth in the modern day. Where mm -hmm. that gives us the space for in the US. you know, yeah, in the <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's what system we at least somewhat understand. You. Yeah, you for sure. This shit. I mean, yeah. true, yeah. but like, I don't know how the I I did a lot of 
you know, Googling about the foster system overall in the US, but I don't know how it works elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So the next, uh, so the next thing after that is we will be crafting our palette. Uh, our palette is made up of three different sections. That is the departed, the setting, and not in this story. Uh, the departed list should include hobbies or interests of the departed um, that they cared about, struggles they dealt with, or important character traits that they had. The setting list should include details about the world, topics that might come up in the story, or themes that we might want to explore. Not in the story list should include anything we specifically do not want in the story, either because it's not interesting to us right now or because its absence is interesting. Um, this might include things we would expect in the setting, but would prefer not to have in this particular story. Remember, you can remove things that make you uncomfortable at any point in the game using the X card. Um, and we can kind of talk about that right now. So this will be the first um, safety tool that we're using for this where um, for the audience, if you're not familiar with this, the X-Card tool is essentially a safety tool that just allows people to be able to advocate for themselves and express when something that is in the game is not something they're vibing with. And so the way that it works is at any point during the game, any of us are allowed to uh, play the X-Card. And for us, that would just be writing X in uh, the Discord chat. Uh, or you can put your arms up in an X if you're using the camera right now. And you can use this X card for whatever you want. Um, sp specifically, though, it should be used for content that you either aren't interested in or something that is triggering for you, problematic, something that you just don't want to see in this story. You can play that, and without question, we will roll back on it, and we will figure out how to move forward without that material or content. Uh, you can also... Uh, send the letter O or make a, I guess an O, uh, on your, uh, on your thing. If you are liking something, uh, and you want to continue with what's going on, uh, especially if it's something that could be on the edge line, just as a check-in to be like, I'm doing good. This is good. Let's move forward. Um, and then also if any of us are kind of like questioning about it, um, we can put a question mark in the chat, uh, for people to either be like, yes, I'm doing good or no, I want to back off on this. We are going to go through this. Each of us are going to add at least one item in any of these three sections. Um, or, I'm sorry, uh, specifically in the first two sections, and then we can fill in everything we want in, not in this story. Uh, so we're going to go one by one between us. Um, on my screen, Hilda is first. So we will go Hilda, me, Marcy, Gus. Um, yeah, yeah, I get to go last. Yeah, and then we can uh, kind of do it where then it goes Gus, Marcy, me, Hilda. And uh, we will keep going until... Oh, so we'll like boomerang? Yeah, exactly. Cool, yeah. I like that. Um, and we will add as many things to these lists as we want. When it's your turn, you only add one thing. But we can keep going as long as we want. And as soon as one person says okay no i'm done like i've run out of stuff then everybody goes through once more and then we're done uh so uh hilda you see our palette there um you're first mm -hmm. you can add one thing to either departed or setting i'm gonna say that one of dorothy's hobbies um includes she liked doing uh paint by numbers with hazel okay so i think i'm going to add 
to the setting. I mean, I guess the most obvious one is the foster care system is setting elemental. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Uh, Marcy. I think it'd be interesting to, as a character trait for Dorothy, since Dorothy never went to the sublime, is continuing the unhealthy relationships with men. Um, whether it be, you know, like, like relationships being a broad term, not only just like romantic, but like even in friendships, having sort of no way knowing how to approach those things. Uh, (laughs) for our audience, uh, Marcy wrote that in the palette as men, big trouble, spooky, which is accurate. (laughs) Um, Gus, would you like to add anything? I think I want to put under departed. Mm -hmm. I think I want to put this like kind of lingering uh relate or like uh, this lingering attachment uh to hazel yeah i like that remember in this timeline dakota exists as well um so there is a fictional version of dakota that that can show up yeah yeah where it's like to a certain like up until a certain point it is accurate to everything dakota has done but after that it's just whatever whatever the sublime is like yep no this is what they would do i actually have been thinking that maybe that's something we want to put in not in this story i think it could be interesting to like specifically exclude dakota from this that's interesting is this a version of events that skips around dakota's interactions with dorothy i kind of feel like it like that's something that they might do I think that's interesting. I think there's also a certain to a certain degree if Dorothy watches this and Dakota is completely like not in it. Mm, is there is there a degree true. where Dorothy doesn't buy it because it yeah. doesn't feel accurate because this very important piece. I think maybe there's a middle ground of where we keep where Dakota's in it, but as a group, we generally will not use Dakota very much as a character. Right. Okay, yeah. So not in so for not in the story you could put like um we could put focus on Dakota rather than just right. like Dakota as in general. Uh, how do you feel that Hilda? I think that's fine. I think that's kind of fair. Um Got it. I... But I mean but I mean with if we're gonna explore like the lingering attachment to Hazel, like that's gonna play into Dakota. Sure. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. Uh Marcy, it is time for you to either choose a departed or setting or uh trait or you can say you know you got nothing for a setting i'm going to add a bullet point and i'm going to add life after schooling so like what dorothy's life looks like either when they get out of high school or get out of college maybe or if they finish high school even i don't know yeah um but after after leaving the schooling system what their life looks like yeah um i think to the departed i'm going to add curious mm-hmm. oh damn it i was literally i was gonna put inquisitive that was gonna oh. be my aha uh-huh. look at that stole it damn it now it's your turn um i'm gonna put in just life with the abbots as like a mm-hmm. a question mark or like how that goes yeah if it continues to go i'm going to add Customer service job. Oof. Terrible. Nightmare. Actually, (laughs) hold on. I'm going to broaden it a little bit. 
I'm okay. Here it goes. Low wage hourly job. Yeah. Okay. Marcy, it is your turn. I think something about Dorothy is that when Dorothy is upset, Dorothy can be a bit cruel. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think even though Dorothy is a child, like very young, but like when Dorothy's upset about something, Dorothy can very much be unyielding in her feelings. Stubborn. Yeah, maybe. Gus. Yeah. Thought, and I think this would go. This would go under setting. People take advantage of each other, and like people, people uh, will take advantage of 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 people that they that they see like some sort of weakness in. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like this predatory nature. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good setting one. Uh, Marcy, it's your turn again. I put in fears, limit experiences, and that, like, I think that Dorothy is someone where when faced with something that could be an exciting new experience for them, that if it scares them, they would just rather forego that and give up the experience altogether. Yeah, I think that tracks. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm done. I think this is enough. Uh, Hilda, you get one, and then we're done. Sure, I like the broadness of that. We're just going to go with healing. Oh, I like that. Let's just each go down the list. Is there anything that we want to add in not in this story? I've got one sexual assault. Yeah, please. Um, I would say for physical abuse, maybe just hints of it not like occurring. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's one of our veils. So we can add in um, detail. Uh, detailed descriptions of abuse. I don't know if we would ever get to this, but maybe not including things like eating disorders. Yeah, maybe totally fine. That can be in that. All right. Uh, I'm gonna add uh, suicide. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think it's particularly interesting or fun for us uh, to see that be the end of Dorothy, and then also in fiction having Dorothy watch her kill herself. I'm not yeah. interested in that. Don't love that. Yeah. Yeah. So next thing that we are going to do is that we are going to create a goal and a desire for Dorothy. The Departed might have uh, had many goals throughout their life, but one was more important than the rest of them. This goal will provide us with the backbone of a narrative as we begin learning about the Departed's choices and experiences at the end of this step we'll decide together whether they accomplish their goal or not. Together, choose a desire from the list below. We'll create a goal for our departed based on this desire. Uh, the desires to choose from are achievement, fame, justice, knowledge, love, and wealth. And I feel like it makes the most sense for Hilda. You can decide on which of these feels more true to Dorothy's desires. I think I, I would just, I'd say love. I'd say love is probably the goal. Makes yeah. the most sense. I agree. From this desire, we will create a goal for her. Um, and some example goals for love are create a cookbook of my family's recipes. Finish the sonata my best friend was writing when he died. Marry my rival, the fiercest pirate and finest woman I've ever known. Um, yeah, do that that's, that's one. The one. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like, so yeah, like from this, like, and we can all kind of, you know, 
pitch ideas, but I, I think I'll leave Hilda for being the deciding factor because Dorothy is your character. But like the kind of idea for love as, you know, a desire isn't just, you know, physical or romantic connection. It's also, you know, your connection to other people um, <clears throat> feeling that, you know, you've done something to make them proud or honor them in some way. So we can, so goals that we come don't have to specifically just be like, find someone who cares for you. It can also be like, you know, a, a very specific action that they do or a uh, something that they accomplish that is more than just the accomplishment itself, but it's something about her relationship with someone else or other people. She wants a family. Yeah. Yeah. She wants that kind of love of like a sibling mm -hmm. or like a parent who loves her like a family mm -hmm. i think it's just like i don't know how specific that has to be but she wants a family reading in the book i think they give some good guidance here the goal should be should include both an action something that is actionable something that they did and a target to whom that is um so and i think that's kind of why so i think find a family is a good basis but i think we need uh together we can work to find something that is more concrete more actionable something that because like after we do like after we decide what this goal is we have to answer yes or no did she do that thing i think what's most important to dorothy is the relationship with the sister okay my sibling uh-huh is it uh make um, like make amends or uh reconnect with hazel is that her goal i think it might be due to the fact that hazel was the only person who gave her any sort of love and support yeah and so that's the only person she can focus it on i think if we want to do it we have one of two choices we can either make it very specific to um reconnect with her hazel specifically mm -hmm. or we can broaden that slightly and um with my sibling and whatever that looks like because there's a chance that you jump to another there's family a chance that that's yeah there's a chance that that's hazel there's a chance that that's dakota there's yeah. a chance that it's somebody else entirely so i i kind of just like the idea of like okay. love and affection yeah. from my sibling yeah yeah i kind of like that because i think as much as, like, she knows that a family is, like, you know, the parents as well, I think a family has mostly meant her sibling to her, so. Establish a good relationship with her sibling. I'll also put the little parentheses S, because it could be one of them, could be multiple of them, who knows? Mm-hmm. Dope. Okay. We have your goal. Uh... Mm -hmm. So now we have to decide right now, did Dorothy, before she died, complete this goal in this version of events? And it has to be a clear yes or no. There's no middle ground. Well, isn't that kind of the whole point of what the church is trying to say? Like, you won't get your goals outside of... Yeah. Because you belong here. Yeah. So like... I think, I think there's also, to a certain degree, that the church doesn't know what Dorothy's goal is, right? Like, right. They they don't really know that. Um, the sublime doesn't know that, as far as we know. the The goal of this is to show you what life back on Earth would look like without the structure of 
the sublime um and like i think part of that has to do with this goal of like finding good relationships so on and so forth but like it is not the only thing that they care about and so showing you a version of events that in their mind might not be great like you may have a good relationship but like you jump around from job to job uh you don't like you never become financially stable uh you know you uh don't end up in a relationship if you want to or like you end up in a bad relationship um like all of those are possibilities of things that they would put into this and be like oh this is a bad thing that happened uh, like oh don't you like not want this to happen but like dorothy may look past that because her goal that she sees is a, like has happened so I think there's some openness here of whether or not she succeeds or not in this specific goal. Hmm. Um, okay, then I think what would be most interesting and consistent with the character I've put forth thus far mm-hmm. is that she is going to see a goal achieved there. And that's probably what's going to keep motivating her in the long term to get back. Okay. Because otherwise, she sees something, no hope of a goal being achieved. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know where that puts Dorothy. Yeah, that's totally fine. With everything she's done. So, yeah. I'm going to say yes. Okay. That just means we can make everything else as bad as we want, because we know at the end, <laughs> she'll at exactly. least have a good relationship with one of her siblings. <laughs> <laughs> A sibling of some sort, yeah. We can, everything else is fair game, as long as it's not on the not in this story list. Ah, now, the best part. Deciding how they die. <laughs> the very Ooh. good part of this. Uh, an epitaph at the beginning of the story is the end. We're going to learn how the departed died, and then build the rest of their life from there. Each of us will one day meet our death. How did the departed meet theirs? So during this step, we'll work together to establish details about how the departed died, don't leave anything unclear or mysterious. The goal of the game is not to figure out how why, uh, how or why the Departed's life ended. It's to see who they were before they got there. So we'll discuss the following questions in any order, taking notes as needed. Lifespan. When and where was the Departed born? I mean, I think, um, <laughs> the, uh, I think the question of when is what year it is seven now. years ago <laughs> seven years ago it could be seven years ago from when did we start this podcast 2021 well, this, this, this takes in this takes place in 2019 i thought it's wild uh cool. awesome so born in like 2012 then yeah that's wild 2012 what the that's hell? crazy i fucking hear that numbers that's yeah. not loud. real yeah. don't like that um yeah we can do you want to be more specific about the city and stuff or do you just want like born 2012 united states <gasps> what's 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 it's gotta be in the same what's dorothy's birthday what oh yeah when's what's yeah. dorothy's birthday oh i had an idea of actually like what her sign was and i don't remember what it <laughs> <laughs> wow i think dorothy was she's a like virgo a, like a i think Capricorn. that was what i decided on okay she's a september baby Let's go with September twenty first. September twenty first, twenty twelve. Do 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 you remember that night? What? Do you remember twenty first night of September? <laughs> oh my god, she was born on the twenty first <laughs> night of September. That's do you? Why I chose it. I didn't. This. I didn't even. It was completely subconscious. I was just like, mm. <laughs> that's very good. Okay. Twenty first. Uh, when did so she die? Young. 
September what 20th. Age? Oh, right before her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. We can say that. There's nothing no, stopping us to, from saying that. We have to now. I, it's too good now. 30s? In her 30s? You got, I'm sorry, you have I know. to be specific. I know. No ambiguous. No, nothing ambiguous. Is it right before her, like, her 30th birthday? Or is oh. It, Oh, that's too tragic. Uh, 35? 35th birthday? Or maybe 39. She doesn't make it to her 40th. <laughs> there we go. Sure, let's do that. It's, it's up to tragic, you. But also, like. Is that young enough? I think that's young enough. Okay. Yeah, I was just. 39. All right. Uh, what would that be? <laughs> 2041 would be the. Um, wrong. It'd be 2051. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So, how old were they when they died? We know that now. Um, she was 39. Death. What happened that caused the departed's death? And was their death unnatural? intentional accidental or natural it's not natural you can rule that one out <laughs> not natural all right at 39 I, mm. I don't know she might you know have a genetic heart disease I don't know. something she might not know yeah. because uh, the foster system didn't take in any information from uh, her birth parents so had no way of checking she has no family case history to go off of yeah mm. yeah you know just one of the many problems with our <laughs> with the <laughs> <laughs> with the system but you know yeah let's just go into healthcare actually for this whole <laughs> it's a very important thing it is but i guess here's my question to hilda is are you interested in her death being within her control or, with, or out of her control um you know is it a root cause of like her actions in a in a mm -hmm. way or more or less circumstances that really were out of like her control there's something very sad about That's not having any sort of what I was about control. to say. I feel like it's more interesting and maybe a little bit more, like, convincing to her, you know, if you're watching this video, to, like, kind of if it's put in the chaos of, of every, like, of, yeah. like... You die young, and it's not really your fault, but, like, that's what happens. So, something that yeah. I thought of that is but. devastatingly sad that I think can go into like the 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 whole idea of not being able to find a place in the world um because that as of now is something that we don't know if she succeeds at or not and this would be leaning more towards that she doesn't succeed at that in that either for moving from one place to another so i'm thinking of either like she's like mid move like she's about to move from one state to another or um maybe even like she was on her way uh, to like a job interview that was like somewhere that was like a real far drive that like she would have to move out for or whatever. But in the tr in the transit of that, it's like dead of winter, not even a car crash, not even just a car crash, like dead of winter, like needs to get to this thing and a f like a snowstorm happens overnight. <sighs> gets caught in a storm that disables the car from being able to move and while waiting for help freezes to death in the car. That, Damn. That's Jesus completely out of control and is like by necessity like her like trying to find uh, a place to be or like getting like moving to a place where she thinks that you know she wants to be. Um, and like freak Ugh. accident out of her control, the callousness of, uh, of, uh, of a chaotic world, like mm -hmm. slips off the road into a ditch and yeah, just like, can't, yeah. Yeah. That hurts. 
Yeah, that's... We yeah, don't have I mean, to do that, because that's particularly... Oh, yeah. I feel like that's particularly dark. But, like, so, like, <laughs> the, like, these are, like... I think that's as specific as the game wants us to get, right? Something that is... I mean, maybe not that specific, because that's super, super specific. But, like, in the realm of, like... We can imagine this person's life as being whatever. And, like, when we're making these events and scenes, we are deciding things about her life that are true. Um, and I feel like in choosing that, there was there's something true about, like, her, like, she's been job hopping. Or maybe she's been, like, state hopping for, like, one reason or another. Maybe trying, to, like, in the hopes of, like, finding one of uh, her siblings or Has been trying like to get out of Franklin or whatever and finds yeah, that it, job opportunity. Mm-hmm. Was I think f- I think there's something to be said for it being like a turning point where like they would show you even maybe had the chance to like mm-hmm. get out and make your life better, but the world is cruel and the world is chaos. Yeah. And this is what happened. Yeah. So I I honestly kind of like that. <laughs> do we want do we want to do freeze to death in snowstorm? Yeah, I'm cool I like with that it actually. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. It's fucking it's brutal, but yeah, I think it's... that's the right like. I think that strikes the right balance. Yeah. What if, let's make it just even that that, that last little bit sadder, even. Mm -hmm. She went there. She got the job. She nailed the interview. She's on her way Uh, back. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Jesus motherfucker. Uh, uh, Okay. uh, Jesus to death in a snowstorm after an accident on the way back from a like calls whatever sibling or person in her life says i got the job did it lord yeah that's so good i love that i really love that oh so in in the one on the phone hey well let's save no let's save this this is a scene we can do (laughs) that's a scene we can do oh god holy Um, fuck was anyone with them? And if so, who? No, I think man, she that's dies alone. Dies alone, damn. But true. Um, and we already know her name and pronouns. Dorothy Reed. Birth date: September twenty first, twenty twelve, and dies at a ripe thirty nine years old the day before her birthday after coming back from a successful job interview crashes on the highway in a snowstorm and freezes to death overnight. It's mid-rule time. You know what it is. It's your boy, Kendo. I don't know what that voice is, so I'm going to stop doing it. Uh, But thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It means literally so much to us that you take any amount of time in your day to listen to this thing that we put together so lovingly just for you and i mean you've made it with us this far like what we're like 20 something episodes in i imagine you at least kind of like this show which is amazing to me but also you could be letting other people know how you feel about this podcast by leaving us a review on spotify apple podcast pod chaser like literally wherever you're like you're listening to it right now i would imagine on like some kind of uh, you know, podcatcher, it probably has a way to review us. You can take a couple of seconds right now that I know you're, you're probably drowning me out right now. No one listens to mid-rolls. I see the analytics. You could be taking this time right now to be giving us a rating review, and that's just another way for you to tell us and other people how you feel about this podcast. You could also tweet at us 
at Tales Yet Told or go to our Instagram and like DM us also at Tales Yet Told because that's brand recognition right there. You could also just tell your friends about us if you like us because, I mean, we don't put any money into like advertising this. So uh, really the only way it's going to spread is through word of mouth. And we love hearing people talk about what's going on in the show. And well, you know, we like talking to you about what's going on in the show. So that would be pretty cool because you could do all of that on social media. That's what it's for, I imagine. Ooh, also, if you haven't already seen, we made a big announcement this week. What's that announcement, you ask? Well, it's Tales Yet Told Prayers in the Static. It's our new actual play stream. We're getting in on Twitch, baby, and we're going to be bringing you brand new stories in a collaboratively built sci-fi world that will be taking place every other Friday, starting on April 1st at 7 p.m. Central. Uh, We will be playing Microscope. I, of course, will be hosting, as always, but I'm bringing on a new co-host, Ibrahim, a very cool dude. Uh, I've played with him a couple of times in other games, and we've been talking about this for a while, and we're just both very excited for all of the possibilities that could take place in this very, very new space that we're starting to build. So, very excited for that. And our first game will also have Gus and Marcy, who, well, you've just been listening to, because you've been listening to this podcast. So very excited we're going to be playing microscope building out the timeline of what this new setting is like going to be set in it's it's going to be very cool so uh hopefully we will see you all april 1st on twitch.tv forward slash bards and brews shout out to them uh for you know allowing us a home for this brand new stream it's going to be awesome they've been incredibly helpful and i'm just very excited for all the stuff that we're going to be building together and last but not least i want to give a huge shout out as always to the be gay roll dice network which has opened itself with flowing uh, flowing arms open arms They've let us join their group of queers who are making podcast content for tabletop nerds just like you, telling amazing stories by queers for queers and other people if they want to listen. I think I have an ad for them that's coming up pretty soon, so it'll be it'll probably in the next couple of seconds. So I'm just going to round this off here by reminding you to eat enough food, drink enough water, get enough sleep, and take care of yourself because self-care is very important. And don't forget to love yourself like I love you. Are you ready for Super Idols RPG? Super Idols. A rotating cast of today's hottest up-and-coming tabletop players in one all-new power-packed podcast. Super Idols. Move into a new dimension with the year's biggest pop music-themed, magical girl-inspired masks campaign. Super Idols. Now you can have all your favorite nerdy roleplay in a funny, sincere, diverse, character-driven package. Super Idols. Meet soon-to-be chart-topping idols like Violence Violet, Bane Raven, Symphoria, Elementum, Queen Bee, Warcry, and Karen. Karen. Super Idols RPG, the internet's premier narrative play podcast about super-powered teen idols. Call the number on your screen now to order Super Idols RPG on CD or cassette, or stream it wherever podcasts are sold. Must be 13 years or older to listen, because we do sometimes say Please do not actually try to order a CD or cassette from us, that's just part of the parody. Please send a self-addressed stamped envelope to yourself, because you deserve something nice in the mail today. And seriously, come listen to Super Idols RPG. It's pretty cool, and it's a fun show, and we think you'll like it. Visit superidolsrpg.castos.com for more details. Uh, awesome. So next we are going to identify some key people.
uh, in any order, each player identifies one key person. Give this person a name, pronouns, and state their relationship to the departed. Make a list of these names, pronouns, and relationships um, in the key people card that I put there. Um, so uh, when picking relationships, use adjectives and details to make the uh, connections clear and focused. Grandmother is good, but doting grandmother is better. We may discover new key people as we play. We can add them to our list at any time we wish. Example relationships are family, loving son, estranged mother, like a sister. Uh, friendship can be uh, best bud, roommates in college, work friend. Mentorship could be harsh teacher, protege, wise grandparent, rivalry, published first, join the resistance, bully, romance, cheating boyfriend, soulmate, unrequited crush. Um, so like kind of stuff like that and giving them a little bit of flavor with that adjective. Do we want to just list all the key people we already know and then only introduce new people? So we're not being yeah, like the, sure. wasting two yeah. of the, like three of them being the Abbots, Dakota, Hazel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we have our three key people that we already know are already a part of this and we don't want to waste our time having to add them. So we have the Abbots, both of them being doting foster parents, Dakota, I had I put in here using he they pronouns. Mm. Um, is the version of Dakota we're seeing a version that comes out to Dorothy, having not gone to the Sublime? Huh. Probably not. Right. Probably not. Right. I don't know. Maybe um, later on in their life, like as they like, if they meet, like, if they end up splitting, we don't know what happens, right? But if they end up splitting or whatever, and then reconnecting. Maybe, but I don't know. So I have a very specific outlook of what happens to Dakota okay. in their VCR world. Okay. I don't know if that links to Dorothy's VCR world, but I know what happens. I think it might, Dakota. right? I think it might. It's the same um, people with that information. Right. My my thought is that Dakota probably doesn't transition, probably turns like into self-hatred and probably like drops out of school and starts like um like heavily like drinking and using drugs and probably gets involved in like some kind of like violence that way and probably like in their late 20s or his late 20s dies in a fight in an alley yeah that's totally yeah. valid so i think yeah so i think we're looking at a dakota at least at this point like who knows maybe they do cross paths again before that happens um but I think, mm -hmm. at least right now, we are looking at a Dakota that still uses publicly she, her pronouns. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, and then we have Hazel, she, her, as estranged sister. Starting off with Hilda, you may add a key, or actually in any order. So if any of you have an idea for a character, you can put right into there. I, I did establish that... Um... This is my fourth placement with the Abbots. Yeah. Because, like, first one was, like, an emergency, like, like short-term thing just in general. Second one was a bad fit. Mm -hmm. And then the third one, they moved out of state. And so I was relocated for, like, stability reasons, basically, of, like, going to the same school. Yeah. yeah. Could be, like, a, a friend that Dorothy makes in their life. Yeah could be elsie i was about to say does elsie show up on this key, key, the, key well, people I guess, list i guess the, a better question is does elsie go away i don't hmm. think elsie is in this 
at least yeah. as a physical thing. Like, I think we might well, see scenes not. of Dorothy talking to Elsie like Elsie's a real person, but I don't think the physical yeah. embodiment of Elsie exists. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. I think Elsie is, um, yeah, generally not in this. Okay, I, I didn't know. I didn't know if Elsie was a concept and like a coping mechanism that followed Dorothy into their adulthood. No, I think I think even where Dorothy is right now, like she's admitted before in the game that like that uh, Elsie doesn't exist. Yeah, like she was getting to that age where it's like she can't even at seven rely yeah. on that anymore. So I think Elsie definitely disappears. Yeah, I'm gonna add an art teacher. Hmm. I'm going to add, what's the name of this teacher going to be? Morgan Gray. That's pretty good. I like that. Ooh, Morgan Gray. I think, yeah, they use they, them pronouns. Uh, I think it's a teacher. That sounds our teacher. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I think it's a teacher that you have in high school. Um, maybe you're like sophomore, junior year, maybe even your senior year. Or maybe it's a teacher you keep taking. Um, but I'm th uh, I'm thinking of supportive art teacher because something about like the like you being really into like the paints by number thing I feel might translate into like her actually like being like really into like art and painting as she gets older and then like maybe that being a thing she drops as she uh, is crushed by late stage capitalism but who knows <laughs> I think that's kind of fair yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, Morgan Gray. I like that idea. Supportive art teacher. I see you've put father and mother abusive. <laughs> are the are the two things? Do you want to give them names or? I think we should name them maybe. Okay. Is the are so is this birth parents or is this a previous foster parent? No, I think this is this is birth parents. I don't think I've I've, I've never. I think she's been lucky in like not having like any abuse come from within the system per se. It just yeah. hasn't. It's just not worked a, out, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Awesome. Let's give them names. Is it, so their last names are Reed, Silas Reed, man. Uh, I kind of uh, like Silas. Legends champion. Silas. <laughs> it is. Silas is. Yeah. It's a. It feels like a really young name too. If I'm being honest, were these like t teen parents that like had like kids just like, like way too kinda. young oh god oh, well that's... i mean because hazel was hazel's so much older than me like yeah i think i think it's the sort of thing where like they had her yeah, really got early pregnant with hazel and like shotgun wedding sort of thing yeah and that was the oopsie baby multiple years later oh that's that's really sad okay let's try a name for this mom welcome to the sad episode <laughs> Yay. Yay! Hannah. Hannah. All right, easy enough. Silas and Hannah. The marriage of Silas and Hannah Reed. Um. All right, Silas, Hannah Reed, Morgan Gray, uh, Marcy, and Gus. Come up with one each. I think that Dorothy finds a male friend. How would you describe this friend? And um, in the relationship that uh, they have with. I think that Dorothy probably through high school is a person that doesn't eat lunch in the cafeteria. Probably with their teacher and probably finds another person that eats lunch in there. I like, I like that. that. Okay. Um, and his name is Hugo. Hugo. 
Let's find a last name for Hugo. I like Chambers. Chambers. I like Chambers. I also like Chambers. Hugo Chambers. Hugo sounds like a good guy. Hugo sounds like a himbo. <laughs> I didn't imagine a himbo, but fair enough. No, that was just I like... I didn't either, to yeah. be fair. I was. I thought, like, my immediate thought was Hugo. Big, kind of dumb guy, but really nice. I imagine, like, a, a scrawny little... Bottle uh, cap rat. blast kind of kid. Yeah. Oh, like a really oh, that's oh, like a really scrawny nerdy kid who's yeah. who's like overly friendly and will. Oh, that's really good. That's really <laughs> cute. Um, like, cause, cause if if Dorothy's gonna have a male friend, he's gotta yeah. be like the most non-threatening thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, for sure, for sure. For yeah. sure. <sighs> I'm trying to find a good adjective for for him. Can we put lifelong friend, maybe? Yeah, I want to I wanna find something that describes the dynamic between them, you know? Mm. So we have some, yeah. so we kind of yeah. understand his personality a little more. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. I feel like it would be like the sort of dynamic where like, just like really close, good friends for like a long time, but always like the, could there be something more? Oh, interesting. I kind of like okay. that. Okay, okay. I don't know. Where, like, people say... People are people like, like think. when are you guys gonna... People People always make the joke to them, so when's the wedding? <laughs> and both yeah. of them are just kind of like, ha, but maybe. Okay. <laughs> 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 I kind of like that. Then we can do, like, the will-they-won't-they they best friend. Yeah. There we go. Cool. All right, Gus, you got one for us? I kind of thought of, like, a friend who is not a very good friend. A bad influence or something? Yeah, a bad influence. I'm almost imagining, like, uh, like, one of, one, like, like, one of the popular kids. Uh, yeah. Like an underhanded bully situation where they're, like... Kind of, yeah, friends, where, like, but like, they not. hang out, but, yeah. Yeah. They're friends, they but They hang out not. at Dorothy's expense or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I kind of like I kind of like that. And I don't know why in my mind I I don't know. Is that do you all think that that character is more interesting with her being with Dorothy still as a child or more interesting as something into like late teens early adulthood where it's like I think early adulthood is more powerful. I, yeah, yeah, where it's like That's she gets a thinking. new job, this person latches onto her and she's like, "Okay, well, I have someone to keep me grounded." And like they're just like they're the one who's always like, "Hey, go on a smoke break with me." And Dorothy's like, "But I'm working." Right. And she's like, "Come on, they won't care." And then Dorothy ends up getting in trouble because she went out with her or whatever. Yeah. Or them, we haven't decided on. I kind of like that. I like that. I like it being yeah, somebody so that like there's also this balance of like she doesn't like men she doesn't have good relationships with men but she has hugo in her life mm -hmm. and then she usually gravitates toward like her sister and her female presenting siblings and like that's and then has a terrible relationship with like, this influence yeah. yeah or yeah not even like, like yeah because i because even like uh dorothy is like latching onto her as well can be part of like if it's like oh this this is a person who's like, like a little a who's a little older than yeah. me uh, <laughs> who's a little older than me has more experience in here is like kind of mentoring me wow that's like that sister thing i really wanted i kind of like yeah. that yeah um let's let's give this person a name um what about alexis Alexis. Alexis is a mean Texas. girl name. Alexis, Alexis is a mean girl name. 
how about like you could go Alexis Harper? That Alexis could be Harper. her name. Oh, oh like full Alexis name Alexis Harper. Harper. I yeah. done. I like Move on. Yeah, got it. Yeah. All right, Alexis Harper. We did it. We did it. Alexis Harper. She her pronouns. Alexis Grace Harper. <laughs> we can do it. Bam, done. You said it. It's done. Alexis Grace Harper. It's hi it's hyphenated. Lexi Grace. Lexi Grace. LG. LG. Uh, so what adjective do we want to give Alexis Grace Harper? I mean, just like mean girl coworker. Mean girl, bad influence. Yeah. Uh, friend in quotation Under marks. Wasn't it? What did we say? Like oh, yeah. underhanded. Oh underhanded friend. bully or yeah, something yeah. yeah manipulative friend yeah that works yeah cool we have um, our key people for right now and then the very last thing we are going to do <clears throat> is we are going to prepare the timeline oh the departed's life is represented on a timeline you see it kind of drawn out here the timeline is our map of the departed's most important moments from birth to death we won't add things to it chronologically instead we'll move freely to any point on it we want to see so yeah so the last thing we're doing is just putting we are deciding in this the scale in which our timeline will be it it, it does seem to me like it could work like this being each of these like uh ticks being about 10 years oh yeah because you do die at 40 so yeah yeah oh yeah, I was, I was going to say is I also realized that we planned for Dorothy to die not only after getting, like, a, a job they really wanted, but also the day before that, their birthday. You know, yeah, because we're she mean. Is, <laughs> she is found. She is most likely found on her birthday. She doesn't show up yeah. at a surprise party. Because we're awful and mean. Holy Christ. Okay. Her surprise party and it's just Hugo. Aww. And and a it's sister. And one of and one of their siblings. Oh yeah. yeah. Um Jesus. That's Hugo so and a sibling. Oh, so we can't get into Sitting how alone fucked. in the dark with a birthday cake. We can't get into how fucked that is quite yet. Do we wanna I just made Kendo oh, no. get up and walk around with that? I just need people to know. <laughs> I'm usually I'm the one that makes people <laughs> distraught emotionally, but that really got me. How does it feel, Kendo? Feels, How does it feel? Feels good. I need more of it. <laughs> yeah, we could either break these down into year, like the years of 10. Like that's a totally valid way of doing it um, if we want to. And that makes, that makes the timeline even where we're giving enough, we're giving focus on essentially every part of their life. But if we skew this in any, like, in either direction, it means we're giving more focus to that specific thing. The only thing I was maybe going to skew was, like, have the first, the first, like, uh, the first quarter mm -hmm. be, like, up to, like, going into foster care instead, which would be a little less than mm. the 10 years. Yeah. Um, it's like that's like a distinct section of her life, and then like so this is the time be more where... of a distinct section of like foster care through like yeah teenagers and adulthood, and I don't know yeah yeah. So do we want this first quarter to be like all the time with their birth parents up until when they enter foster care? That was my thought. Maybe that works. That, that, that I think that works. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what year did she went? At what age did she join foster care? Five. Okay. Five years old. So that makes the year 2017. 
It would have to be at least post September 21st, 2012. Uh, so 2015. Um... I think we can just use a year there. I don't think we need a specific day. Unless there is a yeah. specific event that happens when... Oh, I guess we do know there is a... I don't a think that's been defined. Yeah. Um, which is exactly. a thing... That could be something that'd be defined. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, for the Mercs at... Uh, yeah, we don't have to go into events right now um, about what happens at those periods of time. These are just markers for us. So we can just say 2015, five years old for right now. Um, so... First quarter is for everything, like birth parents, everything before foster care. Do we just want to make the second quadrant everything that's foster care? And then that gives us two quadrants for adulthood. I like that. Yeah, that, that seems that seems like that'd be good. Okay. Um, so it would be when she's 18. Unless, unless, do you think she gets adopted? Oh. I don't know. I feel like this timeline wouldn't... Is the version where she doesn't? Happiness. Yeah. 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 Right. That's what I was thinking. That's totally fair. I don't think she'd be afforded that sort of happiness in this. uh, Totally fair. This version of her life. Um. So eighteen for her would be twenty twenty. No, because twenty twenty is when you're eight. So it'd be ten years from now. So it's twenty thirty. And then, what is the what is the marker we want to put in that adulthood that like is going to maybe mark a specific change for like what the focus is during that last quadrant. What age do you think that um, happens? I want to posit the idea that Dorothy does go to college. Okay. Yeah. I think that that would be interesting to explore. Mm-hmm. You can get, you know, scholarship or something. It doesn't have to be a good college, but she, I think she goes to college. So I don't know if that, like, if we go like with her birth parents and then, foster care and then like college slash early career and then like leading up to this like big break mm-hmm. then she dies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Do, do you think she does like math like a master's program or like just gets a bachelor like so asking is the post-college like mid-20s or is it like right at the early 20s gets out in bachelor um works some shitty jobs until she gets uh, her big breakthrough at like some like a residency doing some art project at in a different state or something. I think so. I think it's something like that where she is encouraged maybe by her like art teacher and stuff to like pursue something that she wants to do, gets a good scholarship for it or something and then gets hit by the real world. Yeah. I like that. And like yeah. So uh what people graduate college 22 I think. Yes. Generally, assuming that she's on a four-year track and ends up uh, actually doing it. Okay. We have our timeline set up. We have a scale. Our first quadrant will be uh, between September 21st, 2012 into 2015 when Dorothy is five. Um, will It will be the accolation of like all of the um, uh, stuff that has happened to her before she enters the foster care system. The second quadrant is throughout her entirety of existence within the foster care system, early childhood and through high school. Our third quadrant is all of college, so from 18 to 22, uh, 2030 to 2042. And then our last quadrant is post-college, entering the workforce, trying to find somewhere to uh, 
find purpose in uh, mending relationships so on and that a lot of early adulthood is is dealing with up until the day she dies september 20th 2051 at 39 years old the day before her birthday frozen in a storm after a car crash after getting a job that was supposed to be her big break LGBTQIA Actual Play Podcast Network.